Do we need an intro on this one? Well, we need to introduce ourselves like normal. Okay, so this is going to be a way different podcast. We said the other one was going to be like different. This is going to be way different since we're not talking about a movie. We're just talking. We're just going to spitball. <laughs> <laughs> See how it goes. Yeah. And we only sort of did our homework. So. Yeah, that's why I wanted Aaron to go first because I knew Aaron didn't do anything. It's oh. basically OJ Simpson hey. and ping pong. Is all okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, about. let's start with an introduction. <laughs> yeah, I'm Nate. I'm Nate Clark. Sorry, I figured we always go around the table. Uh, That's RJ Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Ping pong master. I'm Aaron Lester. I'm Karina Clark. And this podcast is limited to everything. Actually, this time. It actually is. Yes. We don't even have anything to go off of. And uh, yeah, I don't even know if we're going to do a theme song. Probably. Be cool if we didn't. Whatever. Honestly. Whatever. I don't even care. We'll just do whatever. And it starts now. now. Okay, okay. Aaron, so what have you got for us? I'm more of a normally just ride along and give commentary to other people's ideas. You're not a leader. Well, I mean, I don't need you to call me out like that, but <laughs> sure. No, um... I actually need to switch. Well, like, how do we get on that? Uh, on what, O.J. Not, Simpson? Not that I want to talk about it again, but what how do we get on the... the book? See, well, now we have a new book. Now we have a relevant time. book. Yeah. So yesterday we, we had a relevant book, book, which was the, uh, the Great the Good Thing. Yeah. Great Good Thing. Great Good Thing. The, uh, the Great Good Thing by Roderick Townley. Check it out on Amazon at um, the link below. Just Disclaimer, kidding. none of us have read it. <laughs> no, and there is no, not going to be a link. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, the silver chair is up there because Netflix is rebooting Narnia. Do you all know about that? I had heard rumors about that, but I hadn't seen anything that confirmed it yet. Yeah, which is interesting considering the train wreck that franchise turned into very quickly. Yeah, the first Due one was to... okay, and then it just went downhill really fast from it was, there. I think it was Walden Media. That, yes, I think so. Because I'm skipping Jerry stones. <laughs> I've watched that no. movie so many times. Yeah, I've only right. seen the first one once. Or not. Man. I've only seen the first one. The first one's not that bad. It really isn't. The first one was definitely the closest. I mean, it didn't, like most movies, I guess, based on books, it didn't follow it exactly. But it was close enough that you felt like you were watching the same story. And then with the other two that they made, they just went way off script. It was kind of like, oh, we're going to take these characters and this world and write an entirely yeah. new storyline. snowballed. <sighs> like, annoying. Prince Caspian turned into mostly just battle scenes. Right. And the actual book, Prince Caspian, has very little battle in it. It's a lot of Even the second espionage, least... but there's not a lot of war. Mm. The, second, the second one was at least enjoyable to watch. I mean, we've seen that one countless times, too. True. The third one just wasn't even that good of a movie. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> it was just bad, really. Yeah. They made a third. So, yeah. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yep. Which, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't make the Silver Chair because that is my favorite out I of know. the entire series. Yeah. So I hope that uh, that if, I almost said Narnia, if Netflix is <laughs> is actually for sure rebooting these, that they do a good job because... Yeah. If they make the silver chair and I'm unhappy with it, it just... I think they have to... It's all I mean, there's Netflix. no way they would, you know, pay the money to get the rights for this and then not... And then do exactly what 
well, the media did with like the second one and the third one, which is just stray far away from the books and, you know, screw it over. I can't imagine they would spend all this money to acquire this and then just... One would think, but like, and this is my issue with just watching anything or like, yeah, just watching a show or a movie, anything where people spent lots of money on it and it just doesn't look like they spent very much time on it. Um, yeah, people just don't care. Like, yeah. Spend tons of money and then it was all for like nothing. My best guess for why Netflix would pick up Narnia is because HBO, not HBO, well, yeah, HBO, um, Game of Thrones just ended. And so... People are on a fantasy sure, kick. Sure, people might be looking for their fantasy mm. kick. And, that next thing to... And since Disney's going to be taking all their stuff off of Netflix, Netflix is going to need something <laughs> because when... <laughs> well, there's already not a lot of Disney on Netflix to begin with. There's a, a handful of super mo- oh, superhero yeah, like, movies and then some really obscure stuff, but all the good Disney movies aren't on Netflix. I think surprised like, Everything much, that Disney owns, yeah. all their subs- subsidiaries or whatever... I could be surprised how much is going to disappear. Maybe. I'm just saying that like most of the good Disney movies, whether they're actual Disney movies that, you know, like what pops into your head when you say Disney movie or just things like Marvel that are owned by Disney, most of the good stuff isn't on there anyway. It's it's mostly already on their own website that you have to go to and pay them for it. But the other problem is that Disney is going to be starting their own subscription service. And so there's going to be a lot of people who might have to choose between the two. Like they can't afford to have Netflix and Disney plus. So now it's like, well, do I want to go to Disney plus or Netflix? And so I think Netflix might lose a lot of people. It'll be interesting to see if I, I mean, maybe, maybe they've already um, said how they're going to do this. And maybe I just haven't seen it, but right now Disney has a streaming service, but it's not subscription based. You can just buy, you can just stream individual movies for, you know, two or three bucks. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they, switch over to entirely a streaming service like a netflix where you just are purchasing a subscription or if they'll maintain that non-subscription side where you can it's more like google play where you're just or amazon prime where you're purchasing one individual movie to stream yeah because like i wouldn't want a disney subscription service because i mean i don't have kids i i don't have a reason to watch most of those movies but every once in a while there's a movie you want to watch like say that you know we wanted to show somebody cool runnings or something which is a disney movie i don't want to pay for an entire subscription service to get that but if i could buy it individually i'm gonna have to buy it one way or the other because it's not anywhere so they they definitely are doing a subscription service but i don't know if we know what all is going to be on that right yeah yeah. because i know also because they own all the star wars right and so and all the new stars well that's what i'm saying all the star wars so the Mandalorian That's, TV show. Yeah, all of that Plus. is going to be like, you know, can, can are there going to be different packages? Is there a way that I can get some things? Because like, I don't need all of the animated movies, but I probably want some of the other stuff. Like, I mean, they own all the Marvel things, so I'm not, I don't care so much about a lot of the Avengers things, but there's another Black Panther movie coming out and stuff like that that I'm going to want to watch probably. Right. So. Yeah. Honestly, Redbox, though. Yeah, except for Redbox is really inconvenient because you have to like, go there and pick yeah, it up and then said, drop it off first mate first mate oh how inconvenient <laughs> wait that's sarcasm well right? yeah. okay yeah because i mean I, but i mean probably it was convenient at the time i mean obviously but... things are going more digital now so that's the well yeah redbox was made before i don't netflix, know how long right? redbox has been at least before they had their streaming but yeah biz. for sure yeah. well yeah because netflix started their dvd Although, side yeah, of things right, a long right, time right, ago right, right right yeah which they still they still do it they, they do still do parts. yeah well no they do they still do because there'll be times where like if you just google a movie yeah and it'll you can click on there's like a netflix page for it that you can't get to if you're inside yeah. netflix and it'll be like oh this is available through our our disc service you know you'll have to 
what sign up for that. Angry, you know what yeah. makes me angry is that it also does that for movies that have just previously been on Netflix. Like if you look up like I don't know, like Jackass or something, mean, yeah. Jackass on Netflix, it'll pop or not on Netflix, but you just Google the movie Jackass. There'll be a link that says like Netflix, you know, Jackass movie, blah blah blah. You click on it, and it takes you to a page for the movie on Netflix. But there's no play. There's a description, but yep. you can't play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is there's, there'll be pages like that for movies where yeah. if you were in Netflix by itself, you couldn't search it. It would say, "Well, explore titles related to." But if yeah. you Google it, it pulls it up as its own page and then tells you, "Sorry, this movie's no longer available for streaming." So that's a question, though. Do you guys prefer uh, physical or digital media? Which would you rather have? Like, what well, do you I mean, like, like more? It depends. The issue with that is like, like physical. That's nice and all, but like, I want to be able to do things, you know, on the go. Like if I'm just sitting somewhere and I have my phone on me, then I can yeah. just watch whatever I want. Yeah. Okay. With- but if you're gonna like, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be pros and cons either way. But if you're gonna, if you were gonna like buy a movie, would you rather buy a movie for mm. like fourteen ninety nine on Amazon or whatever, or would you rather buy the movie, the disc? I feel like it depends on what it is because there are some things that I'd be okay with just having in a digital library but that I wouldn't really care if I ever owned a physical copy. But movies I feel like that I really, really like a lot that I'm going to rewatch a lot, I'd rather have a physical copy of. I'd rather have both. And, but but, it mostly <laughs> be, but mostly because, um, not so much because it's about the movie itself, but because if it's something I really like, usually I want all the extra content that That's, comes with yeah. purchasing the DVD. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I like to get all the special features. Like, I love that the Lord of the Rings movies we have, or that I guess that dad owns, have multiple discs of special features that you would just never get if you purchased the... Yeah, you had to stream it. If you, yeah, if you were... Well, yeah, streaming it. Like, you know, even if you were buying it and saving it to, you know, your Amazon library or wherever... Um, that you would just never get all that extra content. And I like having that for movies that I really love. But if for, I would say probably for the vast majority of movies, I would be okay with only having a digital library because I so, don't have the storage space for all the movies that I like. Right. So what about the, what about the convenience aspect? Because obviously this is the direction both movies and like gaming are going, mm-hmm. is that everything's going digital more or less. And so do you like the fact... or? Would, do you prefer the? Would you prefer digital media because it's more convenient? Because you don't have to get up off your couch if you want to right. switch the game in the Xbox or switch well, the movie. Well, it's, it's or... not only that. It's also the fact that like I can go to a different state potentially, go on to somebody else's Xbox, and then just type in my information. Boom, I'm good to yeah. go. I mean, like the only yeah, I think it's great for that. I think the only downside is just that that is nice to have the option to also be able to access media when you don't have an internet connection. Yeah. Like if you wanted yeah. to watch like you know if you're not in a position where you have any Wi-Fi or it's a um it's some kind of device that doesn't stream on off of like cellular read a book. <laughs> well, which is fine, but you know, it, sometimes like I don't know, just there are times where it things line up where it's like, well, we're going to watch a movie or something, but we don't have any internet connection and it's nice to just be able to throw a DVD into a DVD player and all you need is electricity. You don't need anything yeah. well, else in a The majority twin- of, I mean, most places where you buy a movie, you can download it, is the thing. So if you know, you want, if you know you're going to be somewhere without internet and you're like, well, let's download this and this and this and this and this, and then That's we'll have true. all that yeah, now we go somewhere. That, whole thing that is valid. Netflix, Although yeah. Hulu doesn't have that, which makes me really angry because Netflix has it. Yeah. That's the best part about Netflix is that you can download stuff and watch it offline. Hulu doesn't have that. Even Showtime has it. Showtime's like, 
like terrible yeah, so compared to the other two. Does Hulu, what the but hell? Hulu doesn't. It makes me so angry. Well, is it just your Hulu subscription though? Because you have the basic subscription, right? You don't have well, the like. Netflix basic. You don't have any add-ons, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but Netflix is different. Netflix is also more expensive than Hulu, or at least the base Hulu. Like Nate and I both, because we have student uh, Spotify accounts, Hulu comes with that. And so for 10 bucks, you're getting your Spotify premium and a Hulu subscription. Five bucks. Oh, I guess that's student price. I pay for the regular. Oh, I, I pay for the student price. You're student. Because <laughs> I bucks. forgot to, Save I didn't, I more. forgot that that was a thing when I signed <laughs> up for Spotify premium. And at this point I've been paying for it for two, two and a half, three swish. years with. You just go on and say, I'm a yeah, student. Yeah, but I'm only going to be a student until December. That... So it's not really worth it at this point. Okay, then give me like 50 bucks or whatever. How does that work? Like, student give it to me. Like. How do they know? What? So you have to tell them uh, what college you're enrolled at. and then um, I guess They verify they, it. They don't just take yeah. you. <laughs> you can't just say. Well, when I was I in high school, they did. Yeah, well, I I'm. I like a three month, like oh, really? 99 cent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing? Well, that's different. Oh, is it different? Oh, okay. That's just like a, like that's a, a trial. they do. Yeah. Oh. That's a trial. That's not an actual. <laughs> I used to do that. I've had that so many Dude, times. I, well, I used to do that um, until they started. Well, I don't. I used to do that. I was like, why would I ever pay for it when I can just keep making new accounts right. and go follow my playlist for my original account? And then, so, you know, I can keep getting three months for 99 cents just over and over again. And I just have to switch accounts every three months. No big deal. Then I found out that they, you can only use a credit card once per account. Yep. <laughs> or you can only use one credit card for yeah, one account. Yeah, I remember so you went through several of mom and dad's I cards. through all of my parents' cards and then my own card. <laughs> that means, oh, I don't have my wallet on me. Uh, I was going to show my debit card, which is like pretty brand new because I get one every like three months. Uh, Why? Because I normally lose them. But even then, like the... You lose hey, that's a, a good card idea, every three months? It used to be a lot shorter of a time span, but yes. <laughs> I've never lost a debit card. Oh my yeah, gosh, either. that... Well, but that's like a smart idea. You just have to lose your debit card every three months. I'll steal it. One. It's not even like I could lose one the same day and then go to my bank and be like, I need a debit card. And then they'll print one up. And then do you think they have a file free. open on you yet? Like, wow, this guy loses but a lot of debit cards. But it's a different number. <laughs> yeah. Completely so different. You could, I have to type so in every... this yeah, Well, yeah, because that, sure. even when I sent, uh, All of the like, I, subscription yeah. things. my bank replaced my debit card earlier than they were supposed to. So I didn't get to put in a request for what I wanted the, it to look like. And I would don't want my tie-dye card anymore so i because i picked that when i i know it's what i picked when i very first got a debit card and then they replaced it without asking me the last time and i was like whatever but then this time it's been a few years and i was like okay i need something that's a little more grown up but anyway so they sent me a new one and i called them and was like hey i don't want this and even with sending me that it has the exact same card number on the front but it has a different like uh for or the three digit code on the back the crb code or whatever that is so yeah. even those are it's technically a different card right. like it's even though it's all the numbers on the front so are the same you, so you could even do that you could ask them for a new maybe. color in the card and i think that would work because if the crv code or whatever that is doesn't match what they have what you have saved in your bank account then do you know that for certain yeah because i because when i was registering my new card I accidentally like typed in the wrong one and even though all of the numbers on the front of the card were correct for what it was it was just with the back one not being correct that it was like sorry this isn't a card and it can't run a payment so it's a different card every time so even though they technically have the same whatever so, that is like 12 there you digit. go listeners if you feel guilty right. about downloading a rooted version of Spotify just do this instead it's only 99 yeah. cents every three months <laughs> if you don't want to steal all the music <laughs> it's basically not piracy I mean it's not piracy it's illegal Oh, well, yeah, you are like, paying them for it every time. 
you're paying the exactly. 99 cents every time. It's yeah. not like you're getting it you're for just free. Taking advantage of you're, yeah, you're fun, yeah, working the system a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Spoon. If they weren't making money, they'd stop. Right. Because, I mean, how many people are going to do that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's way too much hassle. Quite, quite a few. <laughs> I'm sure. But at the same time, I'm sure that there's... And the majority yeah. of people that would do that would just go pirate it anyways. Like, yes, the majority yeah. of people who would do that. Yeah. But dang, Spotify is so convenient. Oh, I love I, Spotify. Spotify is my favorite. So nice. They just redid it, and it's very, uh, very nice. Oh, I never... They redid the apps ever. It's probably... It's, it's a good idea not to, because you never know when they're going to blindside exactly. you with some crap. Whenever, oh, there are some apps I, that I don't let automatically update. Whenever I update an app, I always go through and I read through everything that's being added <laughs> to this app. I don't like change very much, so it's like all of my updates are like auto update is turned it off. Took, and it I took me forever to finally update to the new Snapchat because I w- cause I'd seen other people's and it was so different from how it had been for years that I just remember thinking, oh, I don't want to deal with this. This is going to be so annoying. And so I literally put it off for like a year and then I finally got around to updating it and now it's okay. Like I'm why used though? to it. Because it was so different. Because you know, it's well, one no, thing. No, why Why did you eventually update? If I had the choice I to go back eventually, and myself to... I eventually updated because it the app wasn't working very well anymore mm-hmm. and it was being really yeah. glitchy and weird and it needed the updates because there were bug fixes and stuff too. And so at, at some point it just, it got so far gone that it just, it would crash all the time and it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't load certain snaps and stuff like that because it'd be like, sorry, your Snapchat doesn't have the ability to play this and so I was like, okay, yeah. I guess I yeah, have to that's update. That's the trap of technology. You have to keep updating your apps, and then you have to keep updating your phone. And then you have to get a new phone, or else, oh, you're screwed. <laughs> right. You yeah. just want to live in the past. You have to keep buying new things. Although, at the same time, like, people get new phones way too, like, oh, early Oh, most people on. get, like, a new phone every year. Yeah, which is, yeah. <laughs> it is mind-boggling. Like, <laughs> well, in my defense, I get a new phone about every six months, but that's because I break my phone. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you're not just, oh, there's a new one out, gotta yeah, get it. right. Yeah, yours is a little bit more justified. Well, I'm typically the kind of person that gets a new phone every year, like cough, cough, iPhone users and whatnot. Uh, they're also normally the kind that are, uh, I don't know, quick to judge on certain things. <laughs> that was a bold statement. <laughs> well, like, We're coming for you, iPhone users, some since of them, none of us here use them. Okay, well, no, but people who just buy a new phone every year, I'm, I'm sure that some of them are the same people that are all like, we need to cut back on consumerism. We need to, you know, recycle and take care of our planet. And then they're oh, I'm gonna... sure there's a fair deal of hypocrisy. I'm sh- and they're just That's tossing just their own human. Sort of garbage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's ridiculous because even if you don't replace it every time a new model comes out, with the standard phone plan, I think is every two years that you get the like the upgrade. quote unquote right. free upgrade. Well, it depends on what you're. But it's not really yeah. usually free because most people go for whatever like the newest thing is because you're going to get the best deal on it. But you're still going to have to make payments the entire two years, and you're going to just pay it off right as your two years hits. Is how they set it up most of the time. Um, and then, which, yeah, so then you're getting to, you're just paying it off and it's like, okay, now you have a phone that you own free and clear, but, oh, look at that. (laughs) Then they're, oh, hey, you're due for an upgrade. Look at this. It's been two years. More phones have come out. Blah, blah, blah. Once you get to the end of those two years, like the last couple of months, you're looking at your phone that you probably hate by this point and you're like, I'm still paying for this every month. I pay for this actual phone. I'm still buying it off and I hate it. (laughs) I love just paying, you know, a couple hundred bucks, buying my phone right off the bat and then owning it and since i'm with ting i just do my own thing until i decide that i want to upgrade my phone and then i do it and right. i pay whatever i want to pay for the phone they don't set any prices yeah so. i'm kind of regardless of how much they cost i'm still kind of looking forward to the day that i actually buy like a high tier phone because i keep i just i just buy mid-range devices don't you have a 
He's a, I have a good, he's I mean, a Huawei. Yeah, and it's a good phone, but it's not one of their like one of really really good yeah. models. Yeah, it's not a flagship. Well, it's isn't just a mid-range. isn't one of their phones illegal in the U.S. because the camera is has so much zoom? I'm pretty sure it's a Huawei phone. What? The, well, I, 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 I saw something. with their whole, like, you know, yeah, yeah. one of their people got arrested in uh Oh, Canada, there's right? a lot going yeah, on between so Huawei and... Of stuff. Yeah, well, I, I just now. heard, I don't know if this is verified or not. I don't remember where I saw it. But I heard that one of, at least one of their phones, that's one of their upper, like, their high-tier phones, is not legal in the U.S. because the camera can zoom in so much and with such clarity that you that it infringes on people's privacy and such like you could zoom in on somebody from so far away that they have said that they aren't going to sell it hmm. so maybe it's not illegal to have but that you can't get it now I want very it. easily <laughs> right i saw it i was like hmm, interesting i actually had a really hard time buying my huawei because there were only certain um like broadbands it would work on for mm. so well, yeah, I, had to go through, I had to go through all the numbers and like there were only certain models that would work on certain uh, providers in the United States. Like yeah. most of the models I was looking at, I was like, oh, that doesn't work. And I was going through all the, like the very, very technical details of like, yeah, it was Hacker crazy. man. And when I bought it, I was, yeah, just, I just I was like, Samsung. I was like 90% sure that my phone was going to work when I got it. But I was just like, I'm just going to buy it. I think this is going to work. Right. <laughs> but we're good. Yeah. We're good. I don't have very many. I just stick with Samsung. I like them. They're great, good phones. I'm I have happy a with theirs. Of like, even with Samsung, I don't like. I don't like buying phones that everybody else has. It just, I like having a different phone than other people. Well, you realize that most people this own an iPhone. One. What? Most people own an iPhone. I know, I know. You're already. I mean, even if you bought a brand new Pixel or a brand new Galaxy or something, you're still in oh, you're a relatively a small yeah. group of people because everybody yeah. owns an iPhone. Well, and the, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. The reason I don't buy iPhones is way more intricate than like just I don't like. I don't buy iPhones because I'm just but. stubborn and difficult like that. And um, I don't really, I don't, I wouldn't even want to buy like if I was going to buy a flagship, I would not buy a, a Samsung either, just because. Well, what I like, what I'd really like to have is a Pixel, <laughs> but I can't really afford one because. I because I wouldn't be able to do it on a payment plan. I'd have to pay for it all up front, right. and I wouldn't buy I wouldn't buy the original Pixel. I'd want the at least the two, if not the three. So you're looking at you know upwards of you know seven hundred dollars, eight hundred, yeah, more than that of, probably. eBay is a godsend, which is who I bought this phone through. Yeah, um, and this was like eight hundred and like six months after. What it is came yours? Out. It's an LG V thirty. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like six months after it came out, uh, went on eBay and. Upgrade from the V20 to this for like 250. I buy mine from Swappa. Swappa. Yeah, Swappa. It's yeah. a lot of it's it's, it's it's strictly for electronics, so phones, video game systems, um, all that kind of stuff. You buy it through there, and it's, you know, but a bunch it's the same of, thing. It's, it's, it's kind of the same concept. So you can you can buy things that are brand new, but you can still get it for a better price. Right. So that's what I do is I buy phones that are you know like mint condition. Well, haven't you had that one for a long? time? I've had this time? one for two years. Oh. So not a super long time. Um. But I am going to probably upgrade sometime in the next six months. Mm. I'm on the longest run with my phone. I think I've had that since um, October, which is like eight months maybe. Oh, man. So that's the longest yeah. I've ever had a phone without switching. Yeah, so Nate switches a lot. I've been nice to this. I'm phone. usually pretty... Somehow I always manage not to break my phone, which is ridiculous because I always drop my phone at least once a day on a hard surface, but usually more than that, which is... Not that they're sponsoring us or anything, but spec cases are great, and they have won my loyalty because I drop my phones all the time, and I they've never I don't even put screen protectors on my phone, and they're still fine. So what case do you use, Aaron? Uh, this is a 
like ten dollar clear. Yeah, <laughs> mine's the same. Mine's not even mine like came clear with my anymore. phone. It's just like a flimsy, like clear yeah. silicone case, and it well, came with. That's my phone. the nice thing about like newer phones today is that they're built so well that some of them. Some of them, yes. Uh, Apple still has their own so share of issues. I mean, I've had phones in the past where like I could chuck them at a brick wall and they'd be fine. Right. I mean, the one I have now is definitely not. I mean, if I took my case off and dropped it on like a tile floor, yeah. it would probably break the screen. Oh, really? I'm, I would think so. But it's still, I mean, they're still pretty well built. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, look at the corners on my on my case, like from how often yeah, I drop it. Scratched. Well, not just the paint, but there's big cracks in the actual <laughs> plastic on right. my case. But my phone is completely unscathed. I don't have a single scratch on my screen. And I don't have a sing- I don't have even my like the screen plastic screen protector because on I've it. Dropped it on rocks on, like, I've on done that too. And stepped on it. But okay, well, I've never I've stepped on my phone. many times just on this one corner at my <laughs> job where we got like concrete flooring, and yeah, that's that's all it's ever done. And now I use the case because I know I really like not having a case. I love so the feel good. of having your phone, and it's so and like mine's kind of metallic, and so I love yeah. that. Oh yeah, mine cold. feels great when it's not. I love how thin it is too. Yeah, same. Yeah. But yeah. I just I I know that I will break a phone so quickly if I don't have a case on it. So I have to. But I, that's what I like. I mean, at least these aren't like an otter box. You know, it's yeah. nice and thin, but it does a really really good job protecting it. So anyway, Spec has won my loyalty. I'll pay thirty five bucks for a case yeah. and. Especially because I'm going to keep it for two years at right. least usually. I don't usually upgrade my phone sooner than that. So, you know, two years for 35 bucks, it's worth it. Especially because I'm not spending an arm and a leg on a phone. I'm usually spending, you know, tops 300 bucks on a phone because I'm buying it through Swappa. So yeah. I'm, I'm not spending, you know, $1,000 on the phone and then tons of money on a case too. Right. So it's worth it. Definitely the most durable phone I've ever had is the one before I even meant back when I was oh, a kid I the one you gave me because yep. you weren't using it <laughs> and it was durable it was durable that thing well that was the one you would throw right no 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 the oh, one that I was, throw was before I threw. maybe it was you that threw it the one I would throw was after that but <laughs> that phone I fell in a lake with that phone yeah, in my pocket it. I took it out because we were like sparring with canoes and uh I fell out and I just got out and I like took the battery out and like the little strip that was like it's like it'll turn pink if yeah. like your battery it was all pink and I was like oh no I'm screwed and so I just like put the battery and everything in rice and I put it in front of a heater for a day <laughs> pulled it out and it was fine good to go yeah <laughs> it also went through it also went through a grass seed cleaner at work which is I mean it has yeah. like an auger and it has all these things and it went through this oh, whole no, machine man. it broke into three parts and I had to put it all back together <laughs> I remember works. that story yeah, yep. yeah. Man, uh. it's been it's been through hell but yeah it still works yeah, mine has never. I've never had a phone experience or anything like that. Mine just get dropped, or or accidentally thrown. I've accidentally thrown my phone phone multiple times when I'm trying to do something else, and it just kind of comes out of your hand, and you're like, "Oh, look at that! There it goes. It's flying." <laughs> it's flying. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like phones with backs that come off and come off relatively easy. Like once you you got that, you're pretty much good. Yeah, and the screen. Those also are going. Solid. Those like, are going extinct, unfortunately. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. does yours? My back yeah, doesn't. No, my, my back doesn't come last, off. That yeah. was like one of the, my requirements for a while when I bought phones every six months because I was breaking them. That, that was just because I was really evil to my phones. But that was one of my requirements. I was like, I want to. Yeah, battery back tail. Especially out, because yeah. if your phone malfunctions, I mean, you always have a physical thing you can pull out <laughs> yeah. and pop back right in. You know, I mean, yeah. most phones, if you just hold down the power button, even if like the screen is frozen or black, if you hold down the power button for long enough, it'll do like a hard reset. Not right. a hard reset, but it'll, you know, automatically. Plus, restart it has options to factory reset your phone. And like if you can get it to reset so you can get back into it, you can factory reset it. But Right, but I'm just saying like if your screen freezes up or something where you can't operate it, yeah. most will like work if you just hold down the power button. But if like for some reason both of those are busted, then you're pretty much screwed out of your phone. So Yeah. I so well. I like Until having it dies. My... <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Yeah, because I remember being annoyed when I bought this one because I was used to being able to put, because up until this point, it had cards that, or had phones that had removable backs. And so I was used to being able to put in extra memory into my phone by putting a micro SD mm-hmm. chip in there. And this was the first phone that I'd oh. purchased where I couldn't do that. It, it's, I'm just stuck with the memory that the phone came with. That will always I still be, got it. Yeah, that'll always be a requirement for yeah, me. Exactly. I, <laughs> I didn't realize that this one didn't have it though and I should have paid closer attention. But of course, now I'm not sure how many more options there are. And that's the S7, right? As S6, S6 actually. Oh, jeez. Oh, and it's still, I mean, it's that old and it doesn't have a... Do you get updates? I was not aware. Yeah. I was in a museum. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I've dinosaur. had it for two years and I bought it when it wasn't brand new. You want so. me to go grab the Samsung Galaxy Ace? Because I can do that. Phones from like uh, 2012. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying though, is I almost never, like I don't ever buy the phone that's brand new yeah. because I don't need the phone that's brand new because you know that, you know, six months from now, they're going to drop the next model and it's going to be even better. So it's like, I'd rather buy one that's a year old or something and pay way less money for it. Yeah. And then I'll use it for a couple of years because as long as it does everything I need it to do, I don't care exactly. that it is not brand new because I don't use it for professional photography or anything super important. I mean, it's to Snapchat people and text, you know, occasionally. Yeah. And yeah. mostly just to look at well, like, Twitter and Pinterest. And to get your podcast fixed, check <laughs> us out on Spotify, iTunes. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as long as, you know, as long as Spotify works on here, I'm good. So... There's, yeah, it's not like I'm missing out on anything by not having a brand new phone. So I'm okay with the fact that it's pretty old. Well, it's not that people who, like, people who get new phones, uh, and if they use the reason um, that, like, they need it for the hardware or whatever, because they need more power, their phone's just not, you know, doing its job. Those people uh, too have too many apps. <laughs> right, yeah, there's that, but there's also, uh, like, between each generation, it's only, like, 5 or 10%. Like, even when they release a new uh, processor for the phone... It's not that much of an improvement, and then you see like a three hundred dollar difference between you know one that will have an eight forty five Snapdragon or a eight thirty five. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah, and what's then the point? yeah, and then you wait you know six eight months, and they've released the next one, and that one drops like three hundred dollars yeah. in cost. Well, and you course, wait, yeah. yeah, and and you wait a little bit longer, and then you can get it for super cheap. But it's still like percentage wise is it's, such a small yeah, difference so... that you're getting it for a fraction of the cost, and essentially the same phone. There's just a couple mm-hmm. of little tweaks. It's pretty rare that they're like major difference where they're like okay a big difference would be to between like the original pixel and the pixel 2 i know there were some pretty major differences but that was also google's very first phone that was right. actually theirs yeah. i mean they had done uh they had done some of the internal stuff for other phones which was really interesting when they decided to press to make their own because then it put them in competition with things like samsung that they had previously been building software for yeah. so that was kind of interesting so i get that their first one and their second one were very different but then between the two and the three there's really not much difference and that's now yeah. it's like well, we're definitely Apple seeing and less, Samsung. We're definitely seeing less, you know, big improvements in phones. Because, I mean, it used to be like, I mean, if you look at like the iPhone 4 to the iPhone 5 or mm. the iPhone 3 to the iPhone 4. Massive I mean, difference. Tons of differences. Tons of physical differences. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a crazy, I mean, they were, they were just adding feature upon feature upon feature. Like, because that technology was so, I mean, it was accelerating so quickly. And now I feel like we're starting to plateau a little bit with, yeah. with what we're doing with our phones. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I think the next big jump is a uh, holographic phones. No, the next thing is going to be five G. Um, what is? Do you want to run, well, um, I mean, I don't know exactly what. what I mean, what is five G? I don't think anybody does either, because there's like conspiracy <laughs> theories about people getting. Of cancer. course, there are. Like, 
There's all sorts of wax. It stuff. wouldn't be the U.S. if there wasn't a conspiracy theory about right. somebody getting yeah, cancer right. from something. <laughs> it wouldn't be the internet if there wasn't. Right. Also that. <laughs> um. Well, I, yeah. I think I think what we're seeing more is like it was really obvious with earlier phones because they were also working on making things smaller and more compact and sleek and looking better. So they felt like really big changes, even though they were kind of just redesigning the outer pieces of the phone to look more modern and more yeah. sleek and elegant. Um, and I think now in more recent years, what we're seeing is we've already kind of figured out, here's what looks good as a phone. This is what people like. This is what people will buy. So we tweak things a little bit, like when they started doing the edge on Samsung, um, that was new but i think for the most part they've kind of already figured out like well we can't go a whole lot thinner than this because of just how we build things like we're kind of reaching i think a, a plateau really there about that like people want to get rid of that bevel bad yeah well, right. well what i'm saying is we've we're getting closer to plateauing i think there with physical features as far as what the phone looks like which were the really obvious things in older phones but i think a lot of what we're seeing now is in the processing power of a phone or mm. like connection speeds and stuff like that i think that's going to continue to jump up really well Except so more, yeah, your phones may not look a lot different between one model and the next it may get to the point where like every model kind of looks exactly the same but what you're paying for at that point is even beyond the camera working better is you're paying for like how much memory does this thing have because our memory our ability to store memory in small spaces i mean getting better and better and better so yeah. that and then how fast can it process things the ability so to let just me push back on that a little bit a we already have more storage than i mean phones today already have more storage than anyone could possibly use oh yeah so well that's not true i use all the storage on my phone we've already pretty much I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, phones are coming out with like 256 gigabytes, and I mean, standard. Well, not standard. That's it's not standard 64 yet. Is standard. You pay a lot of like, stuff for that, Even yeah. 64 is a lot. I mean, people don't need. I wasn't much talking more than that. so much just memory space though, but processing no, power. No, I'm getting to that too. Processing power is also plateauing. Like there are physically, they aren't able to. That's why people are really looking into quantum computing. Quantum, yeah. is because oh, well, I guess that's true. Like okay, but even so then, small. even then, so maybe we're looking at people starting to inc incorporate quantum computing into cell phones. So again, well, with the physical look of a phone, may not change a whole lot. It just may have to do with what's, I mean, under the hood, so to speak. And I think that that's more of the direction it's going because I think we've already kind of figured out like this is what we like for how phones look. Because if you look at them, even in the last five years, phones really haven't changed that much in how most of them look. We we, we kind of stepped yes, away from no. those major changes of like, oh, between the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 5 or, you know, if you want to go earlier than that, when we went from, you know, slide phones to all screen or something like that. It's I think we've already kind of hammered out most of those because... Well, they it's all kind obvious because now, now we're doing uh, foldable phones, which is gimmicky phones. to me. As yeah, that seems cool. <laughs> Transparent <laughs> phones. I want to see like a, a prototype for this though at some point because I just want to know how that works screen wise. Like, uh, who can say? Do you, do you have a double screen in there so it's usable from both sides, or is it then, the same do you screen? See all the components in the phone since or are they all clear yeah. what are the components in the phone well, right? would, or would they have it like at the bottom of the phone like a big old kind of brick and then yeah. after that you have a glass panel yeah that... the question is when are phones going to start getting smaller right because phones got like they kept they've been getting bigger and bigger and bigger smartphones have for a while well you guys have seen the meme right about um, like when they noticed like his phones were getting smaller and smaller and then all of a sudden they started getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah have you seen the meme no i well it's oh sorry go ahead oh, it's because porn <laughs> so well, that one i wonder then... if it'll just be one of those things that just kind of oscillates where we go oh we want big phones for a while oh, okay we need to make them smaller oh now they're too small we need them to go big again right. it might just oscillate like that i mean mobile gaming is also huge 
And people want big screens for that. Too. I just, I well, yeah, if you look at it just in general, TVs got bigger, c- computer monitors got bigger, phones got bigger. I don't think we want smaller. We like thin. We like lightweight. Yeah. We like portable. We like that kind of stuff. I don't think, I don't, streamlined, very modern looking, but I don't think people want small. I think they want big because, yeah, because we spend so much time on these things. If it was still like, you know, 2004 and people were barely using their cell phones for anything outside of making the occasional phone right. call or sending the T9 text, we, I don't think we would care so much. And we'd be like, yeah, let's keep it small because we don't use it for anything. So let's make this as, you know, as easy to pack around as possible. Well, back then, but if you're going to spend a cool thing. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, like now everybody has one and you spend so much time on it. The average person at least spends so much time on their phone that if you're going to spend that much time staring at a screen, you don't want to look at something that you have to put on your reading glasses at age 22 to look at. Like you want to reading glasses at 22. I'm just saying people are going to have to have them. I don't have reading glasses, glasses, but to read (laughs) Well, to see in general. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just saying I don't think that people are going to want it to get smaller. They'll just want it to get thinner and more portable. You're going to have both. You're just, it's just going to depend on your own little taste and uh, you'll be able to find whatever you want. If your thing is a little like shuffle nanopod thing that Apple made a long time ago, then yeah, I'm sure that there'd be a market for you. Um, well, we don't have to talk about phones the whole time. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, no, let's switch to uh, speaking of Apple. You guys have heard about the new Mac Pro, right? No. Okay, well, I don't really care about the Mac Pro, but the uh, the stand for the monitor, the monitor is like $5,000, right? Mm-hmm. And then the stand is 1000 What? The single piece of aluminum, and that's what it is, aluminum, <laughs> is 1000 bucks. Have they said why? And then the adapter for, oh the, my God. for the stand to the monitor is 200 bucks. Have they said why? That's absurd. No. Like, actually, when they, like, announced it, the guy, like, glosses over it so fast. He's like, and the stand is a thousand bucks. And then he's like... <laughs> They're just mumbling and the stand's a thousand Anyway, yeah. so let's look at how beautiful You're everything looks mode. on this yeah. monitor. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. I mean, is it yeah. too much to hope that people are finally just going to say no to Apple? I think I that's think too much to hope. hope. people are going to say that to their phones, and it hasn't happened yet. And I think at some point... I. I it's just making it easier for me to not buy Apple products, right. though. Yeah, they're made, they're doing me a service, and they're not even tempting me with their. Well, I've never been yeah. tempted to buy an Apple product, but now I'm even. Now I really just doing stuff like yeah. that. I just feel justified in not supporting them. Like, right. Thank you. You are validating me. <laughs> in a totally uh, different line of conversation, did you guys see the video of the dudes that built a roller coaster with a loop in their backyard? Is this action point? <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guys okay. in Indiana like that Weird. built they built a full like i mean it's not huge how but fast it, does it go that's what i need to know i don't know i didn't see what the miles per hour was but how big is our backyard <laughs> sizable uh it's it's not huge like it goes they have like a shed in their backyard and it goes up they, you know, that's the climb is it climbs like you know it's attached to the roof of the shed and it kind of comes out it goes up a few feet out over that and then drops and comes down and then it has a loop that you go through and then it comes back around and kind of loops so it's, now it's, that you've seen this would you ride it I think I would. So it's built out of what? Wood? Aluminum? It looks... It's metal. I mean, I don't know what kind of metal. I, I just saw the video. It, there, they, The video was of multiple, like, full-grown men riding this thing. It's a single-seat uh, thing that looks like a car seat or something, like, uh, or, or maybe a lawnmower seat that they've strapped to... <laughs> that they've attached to this... So to real this. professional. I mean, yeah, that part's the scariest-looking part, is the, the 
it appears to be well made though. Like it doesn't move when they're riding it or anything. This sounds You're like willing... something that the jackass guys would do right. with Bill or Johnny Knoxville would do. My thing is that we talked about that slingshot earlier and your like unwillingness to use that. Okay, yeah, because this but thing... But you are willing to ride a in a... Yeah, it's okay, backyard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it only goes... I mean, it's not like it's so... It's it's low enough that if I fell out of it, I wouldn't get hurt. Well, hold so on. What are they charging one? admission? Because like if they're not charging admission, you know, maybe it's worth a shot. Yeah. Well, it's in Indiana anyway. I don't know. It, I, Road trip. It, it's, it's like it's low enough that if you fell off of it, I mean, the worst thing that might happen is you might break your ankle. Like, you're not going to die. The loop, part? That's the loop part's not that tall. That sounds sketch. I mean, the loop part's not that tall. It, it's it's kind of sounds sketch because it's a homemade one. But you what I'm saying like is like if you fell. on top of your head, that still hurts. <laughs> Well, I know. On top of a metal track. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a little different than getting slingshotted into the air. We're going Speaking a lot. Of, I mean, those things are huge. Those go, what, 50, no, more than that, 100 feet in the air, something like that. And how They're fast? High. Like, the whiplash must be. Well, I mean, it's there, all. You're all, oh, like, yeah, you're like, harnessed yeah. in. But yeah. that thing, I mean, that thing is putting you essentially on glorified rubber bands and shooting you 100, 150 feet into the air. Oh, I never this do isn't it. Somebody's, Don't get me wrong. This is in somebody's backyard on grass. And if you fell <laughs> out of it. I, on, and if you so just fell out of a slingshot over a nice no, 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 grassy no. field, and I'm good to go. Well, it's better than landing nice... on tarmac. Um, I don't know if it matters at 150 feet. Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> Not, but okay. but this is, I mean, this is something that it's in, it's in somebody's backyard over grass, and if you fell from the highest point, you'd fall maybe 15 feet to the ground. Like it's just 15 it's, feet can do a lot to a man. man. It can, but I'm just saying, all things considered, if I had to pick one, I'd go with the homemade roller coaster. Oh, so, okay, so now it's a would you rather. <laughs> I'm taking the roller coaster too, don't get me wrong. But. I don't know, it looks cool. You guys should look up the video. It's, it's, it, I'm sure the guys who built it had a great time doing it. It sounds like a fun project. And I'm sure they know what they're doing too. I mean, like. Probably. Well, the, vid- the video that I saw was two guys who kind of tour the world riding various roller coasters who found out about it and showed up and were like, hey, we'd like to ride your homemade roller coaster. And so the video was of them, like, both went a couple of times and everything seemed fine. So. Hmm. Maybe I, I mean, I kind of want to see it now and see how professional it looks. I I was impressed. It looks like actual roller co- coaster track. Like it doesn't look like they. <laughs> so they just. It walked. doesn't look like they Frankenstein <laughs> right? it together. Of like ah, part of it's made out of two by fours, and there's some PVC pipe That's in much here. What I expected like when you said two yeah, guys made here, a roller yeah. coaster in their back. No, I'll see if I can. Find, I'll find the video for you, just so you can like kind of see it because it's it's not, it's it's not as janky as you're thinking it is. It's it's a little more refined, I suppose. Do they make people sign waivers? Probably not, because it's in somebody's backyard. (laughs) You just get like horror stories of like people jumping on a trampoline at somebody's house, and then they fall over and break their neck, and they're like, "I'm gonna sue you for having a trampoline that I jumped on." Here's the the video. Then looks like he's about to get decapitated. (laughs) Nah, he's not gonna get decapitated. It almost looks like they took part of a mower, maybe, and used it as the base. He's pushing him. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it catches and goes up, though, like, on on its own. See, it's not that high. Yeah, I do that all day. I do that. I mean, like, that. this just looks fun. I mean, it... it and the tracks do, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they like, look, look legit. Like, this looks like the real deal for this, and then... It's probably some guy that, like, actually not really, makes roller coasters. I mean, he, for, for all I know, these people are engineers <laughs> or something. Yeah. Good there. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's it. It's short. It's small. But man, that looks like it'd be so much fun to build and do. Oh, it doesn't quite keep going. <laughs> well, it can if you give it that little, with the other guy who rides it, they give him a, a push the second time he comes through and he goes back up. So it, I mean, 
I don't know. I think it looks like a good Respect time. Respect to them for doing that. Seriously. First people to build an actual roller coaster in their backyard. Uh, is that the first? I've seen videos of people when they're pretty sure Phineas and Ferb did it at some point. Sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I know they did. Now that I'm thinking that was their back first about episode. it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I know so. Uh, did you guys see? Well, and other things that I've just seen today while I was thinking of stuff to talk about. The the article about the lady who got left on the plane in Canada. Like they landed. It was only a 90 minute flight from toronto to somewhere and uh she when the plane was like she fell asleep mid-flight woke up and the plane was completely empty and dark and they had just left her on the plane somehow so she so she she i think the article said like she got up and found a flashlight in the cat like up in the uh, like by the pilot's area found a flashlight found the door and then opened it and of course the staircase is gone so she's like 50 feet above the tarmac and so she sat there and just you know, dangled there she'd yeah be fine. <laughs> she'd be fine um so she's she sat there for a while and just kind of dangled her feet out and like waited for somebody to walk by and eventually caught the eye of somebody who was out on the like out on the tarmac doing something else and, and they were like oh my gosh what are you doing here like how what happened and apparently they had just everybody had gotten off the plane and all of the employees had left and everything and the plane was just there and so yeah Some flight attendant mm. got a stern talking to oh her. i bet yeah so it said that she was in having that they, she was in talks with uh, air canada was the airline that did it and they were <laughs> so i don't know it makes me wonder if that's like actually what happened or if she was messing around and like well like how would you plane? i don't know, I don't know. Hide from but generally well, speaking they make i mean like the flight attendants are on the plane after everybody gets off like they're it's their job to walk through and make sure that everybody gets sure, off and then nobody's but, hiding right? anything but if they're so. able to miss a person that's just sitting in their seat sleeping it probably wouldn't be that hard to hide from that person either <laughs> no and i mean who knows maybe this lady is telling a complete lie but that's what the article was was that well, she, fell asleep. Or she ended up on that plane 50, like yeah it was actually like done so yeah that's interesting but, I, I feel like your first thought waking up from that has to be like along the lines of lost, right? Because you fell asleep. For me, it's rapture. Like, <laughs> or rapture. Yeah. yeah. Damage. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on this plane except me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and the article, like the, one of the quotes from her was she was saying that it was terrifying when she first woke up because it's completely pitch black and is yeah, empty I don't even know and it's a, i mean it was a massive plane it was like you know 747 or right. something so it's like a huge plane that she's yeah. on completely by herself it's totally dark it's cold she's it's yeah, like, canada yeah what's going on <laughs> what do you guys hear about the guy that hijacked a plane he was yeah. a yeah and over then, in seattle or uh in the I northwest think, yeah it was yeah somewhere yeah there. um i listened to a stuff you should know episode on it it's a good mm. podcast um yeah no yeah he hijacked it when he did he have a bunch of money with him too I don't know, uh, and then we might even be talking about two separate That's things. This possible. guy was um, the guy I'm talking about. He was a like employee for the airline. He was like a bagger or something, and then uh, yeah, he he just went up to a plane that nobody was dealing with at the moment, and then oh, so he took an took, empty plane. Yeah. And then oh, okay. Yeah, no, so it didn't hijack it, but I mean like. Well, it's sort of right. Yeah, sort so, of hijacking. It's just not in the way that most. What people I'm thinking think of is there was a guy that um got on a plane and then um i guess at gunpoint forced the the pilots to land the plane and then um called oh, the police yeah. or whatever and told them to bring a bunch of money or whatever or the bank or whatever someone to bring a bunch of money but that but he had hostages and a gun so they couldn't really do anything about it so apparently they loaded up his plane with money the plane with money and then the plane took off again and then he took all the money or something and like parachuted out the back of the 
uh, plane, and nobody ever found him. Yeah. Um, when was that? That, that guy. Uh, that's it was a while really ago. Famous. Like eighties or something. Oh, okay. So it's been a long time. Um, so pre any of us. Yeah. You trying to remember his name? Yeah. I don't remember oh, his name. Oh man, it's such a famous like story. Like that sounds there, like something that would movie. be a movie. Well, somebody made a movie where like a big part of it involves airplane. That. Right. <laughs> well, no, this is called without a. Have you guys heard of it? Without a paddle. Uh, no. oh, I've well, heard I'm of just it. About I didn't. The movie airplane. <laughs> <laughs> that I just watched that for the first time like a couple weeks ago, and my goodness, hilarious. It's a it's it was a crazy so movie. Good. I, the humor in that is so great. All the it's verbal so humor, all the word like, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> I also uh, thought it was rated D.B. Cooper. D- the D.B. Cooper yes, heist. Yes. That's his name. Interesting. That's the guy that did it. So, yeah, cool. pretty Never crazy. Never been found. Yeah. There's, I mean, Stuff You Should Know has a lot of crazy stories. I love going on there and finding all their, like, weird his- events in history. Right. Yeah. Well, what was the one I... Oh, I guess it wasn't uh, It wasn't a Stuff You Should Know. It was um, Things You Missed in History Class oh, yeah. that talked about the... Uh, oh, crap. I'm not going to remember what it is. Um. They did a really good one on H.H. H. Holmes. Oh, I bet they, they did. did. like a two-part episode Oh, this was on one about, um, from, maybe you listened to it too. The one about the the fake reports being published by um, an astronomer. And basically, they this newspaper, this kind of like B-grade newspaper in New York back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, somewhere in there, basically fooled everybody for at least a few weeks into thinking that they had found life on the moon. And that um, there was this fake because they took they they used the name and work some of the work of a, of a real life astronomer who was very like world renowned at the time and said that he was the one doing all the research and everything and then it was written from supposedly the perspective of like his assistant or something and talked about how they'd found like people like or human like you know humanoid forms there were these different types of animals and there was this weird temple on the moon and all this stuff and yeah and and eventually after a couple of weeks because they published it as kind of a series it was like a series of six essays or something that they published over the course of a few weeks and so after the first few people most people caught on and realized that it was fake but at least initially they 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 got everybody hyped up about it because they started out by just saying, oh, we have some great new research we're releasing from this astronomer that everybody was already familiar with if you, you know, were well-versed in that kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. or I guess had an education. And yeah, and so they hyped everybody up, said, yeah, we've got brand new research, blah, blah, blah. And then when they started releasing it and people were like, no way, there's life on the moon. <laughs> and then, you know, eventually realized that it was all so fake. So what was but- the payout for that? They got a bunch of readers. They were like That's not. <laughs> they were like a B grade newspaper. And now so, they're A grade. <laughs> well, I think now they're obsolete. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but at least for a while. Then they know. turned into the Onion. That's yeah. how the Onion got started. <laughs> I love the Onion. Like, <laughs> I also like love and hate how there will be times where I'm like, oh, this has to be an Onion article, and then. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure there's true. an app for that that has taken like all of the Onion like titles of articles and then titles of like actually crazy things that have happened that are actual real titles and like which is which you know that would be a fun the number oh yeah that would be great the number of times though that i have read uh titles of articles or that my roommate will just start laughing and be like oh you gotta hear the name of this like how can this be real 
it too often that you're like this this can't be a real article like this has to be the onion right or or something and then you read it and you know it's from a real news source right. that it's a real article so and it's mean, just like, wild it's, because it's actually a crazy story or because the person who like titled it like gave it a weird stupid Sometime, title well okay i feel like those fall into a different category because usually you can tell with those that you start like, reading them and you're like okay that's technically true but the way you yeah well it's not even facetious it's just you know it's it's all hyperbole or it's phrased in such a way that you think one thing's happening and then something else is so those are different i mean things where it's just legitimately so wild that you read it and you go there is no way that this is real and then you read the article and it's like ah geez it's real (laughs) so i don't know what blows my mind is that people will be like freaking out over something and then the thing they shared is from the onion yeah (laughs) and it's like oh does that actually happen it, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, it's happened too often. Quite often, yeah. Oh, people are so stupid. Well, that's people, yeah, mm. people are stupid. They don't, they don't pay attention. You should have to pass, like, a, an internet, like, your, like, ability test, <laughs> a comprehension <laughs> test, yeah. like, all of the, you know, clickbait out there and everything. Like, you should have to be able, like, being able to recognize clickbait and, like, knowing what's a lie and what's real. Yeah, <laughs> that being said, we should get, like, with the human reproduction and, uh, just stop not pe- certain, certain people, people. yeah from having kids yeah that's not oppressive at all yeah right <laughs> no i actually uh, yeah i see no way in which that could ever go wrong in the future warning yeah. signs all gone like if you can't figure it out then natural selection what do you mean warning signs well like oh you mean just like killing people that are stupid well yeah exactly but not like killing them letting them take care of the problem themselves um people who eat tide pods like, there shouldn't be like three different packaging things that I had to get through in order to wash my clothes with a Tide Pod because some people like eating them. Those people should just eat them and die. Like the problem is for the company, that's really really bad. People stop buying your product. I mean, if you don't like, if you don't put anything uh, on, you yeah. know, anything to protect, like to like. Well, it's it's, it's not it so much to say like, hey, no, no, do no, not it's eat not. It's not. That is like. It's not that people. It's, it's not that there are that people are going to stop buying the product. It's that if you don't put those things on there, you get sued. Yeah. Because that's the whole. That was the whole McDonald's lawsuit back in the eighties or whenever with the coffee thing where the lady spilled Which it. Which actually it, has some like. Which it's has a some real merit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like we talked, discussed it in a, one of my law classes and talked about it in depth and whether, you know, what the actual facts of the case were because there's a lot of misinformation about it too. But that was the whole thing that started that you have to put warnings on things because they didn't and there had been other complaints about it and stuff like that. And so then this lady finally ended up getting burned so badly that she had to have skin grafts because it like what is yeah, it? they were making Thir- their like third degree burns yeah. like all through the inside of her thighs that she had to have a bunch of like reconstructive surgery there because of it and so because they had had previous complaints and hadn't co- done anything about the temperature of their coffee despite the fact that they were a not meeting company standards for what the coffee was supposed temperature was supposed to be and b they'd had other people complain and they just didn't care or do anything about it listen okay then- i think there are some things that it's important to have disclaimers on where people may not it may not be common knowledge about something yeah, okay, so maybe, maybe you know, maybe McDonald's was violating, like, maybe their coffee was, like, way too hot or whatever. They still don't, they shouldn't have to have a disclaimer on a coffee cup for hot coffee that says, careful, it's hot, you know. Exactly. You would, I mean, yeah, in a perfect world, people would be just smart enough to recognize, I ordered a cup, like, of a hot beverage, I should be careful. 
But unfortunately, there are people that are either A, just really stupid, or B, that are looking for any opportunity to get money from somebody else. And because they know that they can sue on that kind of thing. No, but that's my if point. You, don't you shouldn't be able to. You, you shouldn't should be, able be able to, to but we can. Like and so yeah. you have to put disclaimers on everything. So when stupid people decided they were going to start eating Tide Pods, I'm sure there was already some kind of warning on their like, caution, this is harmful. But then they had to up all of that because then you've got people eating it and you're going to have some parent that sues Tide because the warning wasn't big enough and their kid was dumb and watched a video on YouTube and Tide Pods, keep away from it. children and anyone who watches YouTube. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's not logical at all. Like, people are idiots. But it doesn't change the fact no, that they're going to take advantage think... of that system that if you can sue somebody for something, people will do it. I'm with we Aaron. have such think, a liturgical uh, society. I think, yeah, like, screw it. Like, take hey, it all if off. you eat a Tide Pod, you eat a Tide Pod, whatever. If you, cut your, you, be... if you cut your tongue no, on an envelope, okay, yeah. But that only, works, that only works if the court systems are going to uphold people just being like that companies are allowed to do it and that other people are stupid. Unfortunately, our court, our court systems don't do that. They tend to favor the stupid people who it's like, oh, well, you did something that you shouldn't have done. Or that you weren't careful, even though you knew what you were handling. Yeah, at the end of the well, day, that lady just spilled, spilled coffee on herself. That's all she did. Well, like <laughs> boiling coffee. I mean, she still it was at a temperature. Like, it yeah, was I'm at sorry, a temp- but it was all your fault. It well, wasn't okay, no, all no, her no, fault because is, like, it was at a temperature. They had no right to be. Yeah, it was at a temperature that you shouldn't that, be serving huh? anybody. Yeah. I don't remember what the exact temperature was, but I mean, it was at a temperature that like it was. I don't even remember. But the fifty or like fifty or sixty degrees hotter than it was supposed to. But the case shouldn't result in them having to put a disclaimer on a coffee cup. What it should be? No, it should have just been that they paid her money because they burned her. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yes, I agree that it shouldn't have been like, well, now forever everybody has to put disclaimers on things. But that was how it ended up working out because that's how our courts are. CEOs will always be paranoid about their products and putting all sorts of like stupid. Yeah. The real shame of it is the fact that we're like diluting the gene pool. For every stupid that lives and makes kids with probably another stupid, we're just we're just filling the planet, and they have rights, apparently. <laughs> okay, um, the the views of the people on this podcast and do the, not all imagine of, all of the uh, all of the advertisers on this podcast do not align with or the lack thereof. <laughs> Tide, please sponsor us. Tide pods or Spac- Spotify. Spotify. Apple. I like how we talked uh, we about totally. like, cheating a- or not cheating Apple, but cheating Spotify of their. No, we just we we talked about how none of us to. do it. We are creating a perfectly solid, you know, but still I'm frugal even paying, option. I'm to paying. Not steal I'm paying your more than I have to for Spotify, so I'm making up for it because I could be getting the student price and I exactly. haven't been. So I'm paying the full nine ninety nine. And I could be pirating all my music, but I'm lazy, so. <laughs> I just pay, yeah. The... Same. I went through a phase where I was like, I'm just going to use the YouTube downloader and I'm just going to get everything I want off YouTube. Oh, it's and so I started work. doing that. It's, I was like, man, yeah, it takes like, so long. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Oh, Especially yeah. if you like break your phone and then you have to get to a new one. That's why I kept Spotify because I was tired of just having to re-download all my music and then I'm like, oh, I forgot that song and now I need to Yeah, okay. There. So oh. like kind of on the subject of just downloading music and all that, it was weird. I hadn't thought about having to actually download and do anything with songs for a really long time because i've just had spotify for forever and i just download all my music i have a library saved on there i've got like two thousand and some odd songs on there and it's i never have to think about it but then reagan got our our little well for listeners our little brother got a mp3 player for his birthday and I realized then I was like, because I was trying to think, oh, yeah, you could just do this for getting music. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. I'm so used to just downloading an <laughs> yeah. album on Spotify and I never think Go about find it. find some CDs and, then, and rip them. Yeah, so yeah. I, I told him, oh, I was like, well, player. either you have to find CDs that we already own and rip them to Windows Media 
or you have to go out there and physically find every single song you want to download and go get it physically being on the internet surfing the web or physically being like going to a store well either he either has to go out and buy all the cds of his music that he wants (laughs) or he has to go to youtube and manually i guess i should have said manually download Mm. every single song that he wants which i would i would do that all day because cds will only have like one or two songs that you actually want and then the rest are like yeah, We're so but, spoiled well, now. his problem, We're so spoiled. his yeah, problem yeah. though, was like coming up with a list because he's like, I like all this music, and so you know, where do you even start? Whereas like Spotify, it's easier. You can kind of go, you know, you start with some things you know that you want, and then if it's a band that maybe you like but you've forgotten about or something, it's easy because you know you can look in related bands, and it gives you other artists that are That's similar. So and much it's fun. Do you ever do that? Or do you ever just go on Spotify day. and just go find an artist like go to like their top five songs? Like, oh, I know that one. I'll add that. And then just like, okay, related artists. Oh, look at all these people. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's what I'm saying is it's so easy on Spotify that I've forgotten about having to actually go out and do all of that for yourself. So spoiled. We are so, so spoiled. We really are. But it's funny because, I mean, it wasn't that long ago growing up. That's what we had to do. If you found a song that you wanted and you didn't already own the album for it, you had to go out and find it. up, for the most part, it was, I mean... I guess for me, like most of what I listened to when I was a kid was basically what whatever our parents listened to. And so it, I already had access to all that stuff. That was already all ripped to Windows Media Player mm. and whatnot. So. That's true. But definitely for Elise and I, anyway, it was... Yeah, I didn't really start expanding on my music tastes until I actually had like a phone and I had like Spotify or whatever. And that's when I actually started branching out when yeah. what I listened to. Especially once you get into middle school and you really start kind of listening to your own music and you're going to dances and you're hearing music there and stuff like that that you want, that you have to go out and find it. And if it's not something where you love the whole album, like we're talking about, you just have to go find the couple of songs that you want rather than paying for the entire CD. Although I wonder if albums, like actual like albums that people make kind of suffer from that now because people are so accustomed to like, you know, just like one song or whatever, just go to Spotify and just like find or just search a song on Spotify and they never even like come in contact with a lot of other stuff that that. Yeah. But I think know, maybe it works makes. the opposite way, too, because there are so many things where I've heard one song somewhere and I loved it. So then I've gone and listened to a bunch of other music by that band because I heard one song and I have easy access now to go find it. I don't have to hunt down the CD or order it or something. It's like, oh, I can just look it up on Spotify yeah. and I can listen to the whole thing without having to buy it. Yeah. And if I don't want if i don't want it i don't have to download it but i can listen to the whole thing and see if there's any other music there that i want so i've discovered a ton of bands because of that too that i probably would never have otherwise come in contact with so i think it it has pros and cons yeah and i mean like it must like it must suck for them and their old albums not getting as much sales because everybody has spotify and whatnot but like i was not gonna buy an entire album just for one or two songs like ever so mm-hmm. yeah it's better for them to get their money through spotify than how i wonder i mean I, i'm assuming none of us actually know how that works but like how do you know how do artists make money out of you know spotify like do they get paid per song do they get paid per, i don't know i wonder about that like, especially spotify because some artists aren't on or... there which is weird like i was looking i remember before i was looking for a jay-z song and jay-z doesn't have he has like two or three songs on there he has no full albums hmm. it was ridiculous well, yeah, and the so Beatles then I wondered about for the longest time. Yeah, and so then I wondered about how does, like, well, how does that work, and why would an artist choose not that? to be on such a you big have to have platform? So much money yeah. then to start a business like that, because if you're going to start, you know, a business like that, you want people to be attracted to it, and so you need a lot of listeners, you need to grow. That's only going to happen if you have like a ton of different music. Well, so who? Yeah. So you have to have all this money to actually purchase all of this music and the rights to all this yeah. music, so that you can actually get people, you know, a wide crowd, pulling a wide crowd of people to listen to it. So, otherwise, I mean, otherwise, you're not going to grow. 
I wonder what, just too what the what the licensing for that looks like. You don't have to say something. You can we can cut stuff out. I know. I'm just <laughs> no. I know. I'm, I know. I'm just actually like I because I wonder about this too sometimes when I'm just like listening to Spotify where I just wonder kind of what the what the licensing process for that looks like because there's so many different record labels that you're working with. Do you just is it kind of just a blanket one where it's just like ah this covers everything or do you have to go to every individual record label and purchase or or work out some kind of a deal or something because there's a lot of really obscure because there's a lot of really obscure artists on spotify too like i mean you know you have the you have some record labels that it's like have (laughs) well we don't have a record label but i mean like there's there's some record labels that are very prominent and carry several like big name artists or, or artists that have their own record label and those are easy to find but then you've got all those like kind of obscure ones that are the bands that it's like i've never heard of this band yeah. or maybe like one song by them or something and so it's like do they have to go to every single one of those and just hunt them down and like how to or do they or do those labels come to spotify at this point and just say like hey we'd like to work with you to put our music on here i think so because um according to wikipedia Unlike physical or download sales, which pay artists a fixed price per song or album sold, Spotify pays royalties based on the number of artists' streams as a proportion of total songs streamed. It distributes uh, approximately 70% of total revenue to rights holders, who then pay the artists. So it depends on how much they get listened to? Is that what you're saying? How many streams. Huh. That's interesting. Because that can be kind of rigged in, can't it? I'm I'm sure the whole thing can be rigged in so many different ways, like... You can read anything like if you're trying hard pay, enough. I don't know. That's the problem because you can't just, I mean, Spotify can't just like buy something from an artist for a flat rate because then that artist makes that sale, but then they're not going to make anything else off that. They just gave away their music for X amount of yeah, money much. and they're never <laughs> going to make yeah, money off yeah, that. Yeah, that would be a terrible plan. Unless you were charging. Well, even then you wouldn't want to because you never know if you're going to get big right. later, later on down yeah. the road or something or whatever. Well, if you get big later on down the road, it's probably not because of it. A song that you already sold. No, I know, but I'm saying what happens if you are if you start small and your music is kind of, you know, so so like middle of the road, but then you get big later on and that prompts then a bunch of people that hadn't heard of you to go back and listen to your old music and download it. You wouldn't want to as I'm saying is you wouldn't want to because if if you get big later down the road and it's like, oh, I already sold all that original music for a flat price back in the day and then suddenly there's a huge influx of people listening to your music because of something else that then you aren't getting any more for that, despite the fact that maybe you have triple or quadruple the traffic you've ever had combined or something. And right. you wouldn't you wouldn't get anything else for that. So yeah, it would just be terrible if you were if you did it that way. Well speaking of uh streaming services, since that seems to be like the theme of this we episode or something. Like okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken of it a lot. <clears throat> um did you know that there's a gaming streaming service? Didn't we mention that at one well, point? Like the thing? new Google Ooh, thing. I don't know. The Google well, go ahead. What, what, what are you going well, the one I keep on seeing, like advertised to my face all the freaking time, is a Shadow Play. Where nothing. No I'm idea. not familiar with that. Skip my uh, so you just have a normal computer, and as long as you have up to like 15 megabits per second uh, for your internet, then you can have uh, the power of a like GTX 1080. You can have like a fifteen hundred dollar computer at your disposal, even though you're using. <laughs> Put that, that in layman's thing. terms, there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Point being that, uh, yeah, you you stream and then you you stream a different computer onto your computer, and then you play games that you would not be able to play with your normal rig. So it's like a backdoor into somebody else's 
yeah system. so do you pay yeah, yeah they do you got pay an like a subscription service then yeah for... like 20 bucks a month or something oh, like yeah. that and then yeah interesting yeah i mean that kind of makes sense because not that it's this the exact same but uh that's kind of how the the um database i use at work mm. operates where essentially the servers and everything else do not belong to us of course they they are the companies yeah, and essentially they offer you a back door into all of their computing power and so you you access it that way and you do whatever you need to do but none of it is yours yeah. it's you're just backdooring into the theirs. idea isn't like new at all but like the idea of it being used for like just individuals gaming like and yeah, it's kind of neat i wonder i mean the the other aspect that interests me and in that is that you know i mean how many people are gonna choose there's the 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 pro there's the good side to the fact that that you pay 20 bucks for this month and now you can play all these games you know yeah. you play anything but in the long run i mean think about how much money you're yeah, gonna be you paying for paying, all these games yeah, it's kind of exactly. like i mean like itunes used to be different from spotify and the fact that it wasn't um like a subscription it was just that you buy songs it's like 99 cents a song or whatever wait like, so what's itunes now well now i think i, I, I think itunes is a subscription huh? now but it used to be like you just pay 99 cents a song or whatever or 199 right. song if it's really popular or whatever, which is in the long run, like let's say you, you know, get 2,000 songs or whatever. You paid a lot it's of money for those bucks, songs, yeah. but you never have to pay for them again. Whereas with, you know, like Spotify, it's like, okay, it's 10 bucks every single month. And but but with Spotify, you pay 10 bucks and now you have access to everything. Yeah. But in the like, long run, it is going to cost you more money. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird relationship. I'm sure yeah. math though, like. But I feel like just for the convenience sake, I'd rather pay more and have access to everything in the like pay yeah, more in the long run and have access. ITunes. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm saying I'd rather have that because, like we just talked about, I like the fact that Spotify then allows me to find so much music that I would never otherwise know existed. And well, that's no different than iTunes. I mean. Yeah, but I, I guess I don't know. But iTunes isn't even. Well, didn't you say that already? iTunes isn't a thing anymore. It's Apple Music now. iTunes doesn't exist. Well, yeah, but it's. They transferred everybody's data that if you had already purchased. Yeah, things. they changed the name. I mean. But it's not iTunes anymore, so right, it's right. not the same thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like now it is a subscription thing. You know, I don't know when they switched from buying into songs individually. A couple years to a subscription, ago. But I guess they realized people don't want to. Well, I don't know. Like, 120 a year for Spotify. And then, like, right, twenty but years got, of having that, I guess it could get up there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's way down the road. Yeah, but, but I guess I from yeah, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'm paying 120 years or 120 bucks for a year of Spotify, but again, it's unlimited what I can have. Exactly. And so for 120 bucks, I can get whatever I want. Whereas, like, you think on and you don't iTunes, have to pay a lump sum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so but it's like versus you know buying an album on iTunes was like ten bucks. So for hundred and twenty bucks, I'm not getting nearly the content. Yeah, not even close. Like I said, I have like over two thousand songs downloaded. Plus, I have more than that that just exist on playlists that I have that I don't actually have downloaded to my library. Wait, Plus, yeah, I listen downloaded that I have downloaded. No I have two thousand. Just I'm just saying I have I have over 2,000 songs downloaded plus I have then songs that I haven't actually downloaded they're just on playlists and then I listen to podcasts so there's a ton of stuff that I'm getting for that price whereas if it was you know if you're purchasing each thing individually I mean I would have spent now, way too much money on well I right. just wouldn't have I wouldn't listen to all of that music because I wouldn't be able to thing. afford it it's the same yeah. thing with with movies though with TV like you have Netflix subscription services where you can 
pay seven or 12 or 15 bucks a month for that and you have access to everything or you can just buy individually the movies you want to watch i think the thing that really should uh, get on this bandwagon is audiobooks because with that even the subscription-based ones like i don't know maybe there's different options out there but for me you get a credit per month Uh and then yeah you pay 15 dollars a month and then that's pretty much it so you get one free book a month and then after that you gotta buy all yeah i think that's terrible like but you're not really getting a free book because you're still yeah, paying, you're 15 paying 15 bucks a month. Bucks, yeah. and, but you still have to but individually buy. But at the same time, buy. I do not buy any books that are like below 50 bucks. So <laughs> it ends up being worth it towards and, that regard. And it keeps it all, you know, organized. It keeps all your, I mean, you have like a library of everything. And yeah, you, I mean, it just you can would be neat if they had a streaming service for that. Which I'm kind of surprised that they don't. I'm sure there is. I yeah, think just must not be. like audible. Not audible, yeah. Not audible, yeah. Maybe. But you, yeah, you'd think there would be because... You know, I could see initially, my first thought was, well, you know, costs and blah, blah, blah. But it's the same with music. I mean, it's it's the same deal. Like, you're going through some kind of publication company who mm-hmm. is the one that's making money off of this. So it wouldn't really be any different than a record label and what, what Spotify or Apple Music does with theirs. So it's interesting that there's not, or at least not one that I've heard of. So I guess it's probably yeah. not very big name because I hear about Audible all the time, but that's the one where, you know, you, you're still paying individually for every book, essentially. Although if you're not going through a streaming service, not streaming service, but like if you're not going through Audible, where do you get your audiobooks? I mean, you can buy them physically. You could buy CDs. Yeah. And you can also buy like digital copies through uh, like Google and sometimes when, yeah it, oh yeah yeah might so when the you're question just, is how competitive is the pricing where is it really better to pay 15 bucks a month to use audible's services right. whereas you could just buy the books you want maybe the reason it hasn't happened is because people don't go through books the same way that they go through music like music is kind of one of those things that like, you know people put it on while they do other things but most people don't listen to a book while they do other things because books require more concentration than music does. Like so generally or... speaking, Alfred, I feel like... Put him to sleep. <laughs> well, that's also a book he's listened to, what, four times yeah. now? So that's a little different. But I, I mean, generally speaking, if you were going to listen to a book, it's because you're actually interested in the book and you want to keep track of what's going on. Whereas music tends to be more of... It, it almost becomes white noise in a way sometimes for people. Yeah, well, but I think movies. a lot of people would get it. I mean, if there was a subscription service, you'd get it, wouldn't you? Well, I'd get it too. Yeah. But... Well, I mean, I have the subscription service, but if they had a streaming service... That's what I mean, streaming. Well, yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd get it too, but I'm just saying I wonder if that's why there's not more demand for it is because people go through them so much slower that if you were paying for it, you maybe just wouldn't really be getting what you were paying for because you wouldn't be able to go through... Most people at least wouldn't be able to go through that many audiobooks to make right. it worth it whereas like i can go through tons yeah, of music because i do other stuff while i'm well it's so weird music. because the pricing on books varies so much the pricing on movies doesn't really vary yeah. like usually you can rent a movie for anywhere from 99 cents to three dollars and it's usually not more than that and you can usually buy it for right around 15 mm-hmm. but if you're going virtual like it's pretty much always going to be 15 bucks or like three to rent but yeah. with books i mean books will be all over the place like price will vary with length price will vary with yeah. like who wrote it price will vary with just what kind of cover it has <laughs> which edition it is yeah so i don't know books are all over the place you know yeah i always feel like books are ridiculously overpriced too most books at least brand yeah. new ones you know where you're buying this book that's that size or something that it's you know four inches by six inches and it's 150 pages long and they want $25 for it. Yeah, and like not very much if it goes to the author at all. 
and the publication services all like it's because of the material cost. Well, right, but let's say there's a brand new Blu-ray out and it's going to cost you $25. What's the difference? What do you mean? What? Between a $25 book and a $25 Blu-ray. What's How the, much does that are movie cost about to make compared to the book? The DVD you bought? Like nothing. No, I mean <laughs> the... Like, yeah, how much time did movie. it take to write a book? Well, yeah, okay, but yeah, that's the thing <laughs> is I would never pay that much for a Blu-ray either. I won't pay that much for a movie. Okay, so then you just you're just complaining about things that are expensive. Well, it's <laughs> not just books. Well, yeah, I'm complaining about things that are mass produced that are super expensive. I get it when something's expensive. DVDs are okay. Yeah. Okay, when, but I get it when something's expensive because they don't make it in. You know, they're not making if they're not if it's something that they're not making millions of. I get it if it's a little more expensive, and that's fine. But if they're especially with a Blu-ray, if they're making a DVD and they're still going to charge me twenty five dollars when it first comes out. It's like, how many did you make of this and you still want that much money? Like, I know you are more than yeah. covering the costs of what you needed and making a profit. There's no reason that it needs to be that expensive because the materials aren't that expensive and you made so many of them that it's not like you inconvenienced yourself Whatever in some way. Pay. I won't pay it. I'm okay not buying Blu-rays because I don't, I can't really tell the difference if I'm being honest. Right. So I don't really buy Blu-rays ever. If I buy DVDs, I just buy DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't used a DVD in so long. See, I, that's all, see Coming back to that conversation, um, I love having physical physical it's, media because I like nice. the collection. Exactly, I the like col- having. Yeah, I like being able to That's look. That's the only reason why though. I love it. Other than <laughs> they're not. Special yeah, they're features. definitely not as practical. Uh, uh, and I wouldn't I like take them with me look. anywhere. They'd only be for home emergencies if, like, yeah, the Wi-Fi is <laughs> out or something. You know what I mean. <laughs> or if something's on fire, we'll just smother it. <laughs> so just for any emergency. <laughs> No, but I like being able Sounds to look and like, look, there's my, stop the bleeding. There's my physical collection of DVDs, and I like being able to look at that and see that. It's and the same you with save some lives with that. <laughs> see, that's how I feel about books, is I, I'm I'm more willing to spend money on a book than I am on, like, a Blu-ray, because I love, I don't like, I don't like uh, e-books, so I mm. would much rather have physical copies of books, oh, yeah, and I, I will, yeah. and I, that's the one thing that I will always want to have a physical library of, is books. Yeah. I don't care about music that much most movies i don't care about that's not a big deal but books are something i love to have an actual tangible book in my hands if yeah, i'm gonna I read hate it books i don't audiobooks yeah. are okay they're better than ebooks well, but i still yeah, don't love them the screen and yeah you don't get the same thing as like just cracking open a book yeah and using your imagination but that's, but that's, that's where the a difference convenient thing too that's where the difference is is like there's an actual like you're like the experience you're having is different when you have an actual book as opposed to an ebook a DVD versus a virtual thing. Either way, you're getting the same thing. Either yeah. way, you're just going to look at the TV and watch the movie, you know. But an actual physical book is a different experience than yeah. reading an ebook. Yeah, so. for sure. And for me, there's like a little bit of like representing towards that. Like, if I like somebody's work, then I will go out of my way to buy, yeah, a physical copy of it. Like I bought Interstellar so many times, and <laughs> start dishing <laughs> them out. Yeah, give them to people. <laughs> Five bucks a pop. Why not? Um, <laughs> so yeah i mean i'd rather i mean i'd probably watch it you know instead of going and getting the disc and putting it in and all that jazz i'd probably just watch it on hulu or netflix or whatever it's on but it's nice to to represent <laughs> represent also yeah there's just i mean maybe it's just because i grew up loving books but there's something so satisfying about having an actual book in your hands and reading a physical copy of a book then that i I don't know, an ebook or an audiobook just will never compare yeah. to that. Well, it's a nice break because you get to go sit on a deck or something and you can do that instead of 
you like you get a break from staring at a screen all the time. You know what I'm saying? Or having yeah. headphones in. Yeah, or having headphones in. I like know? how you get a break as if like you're being forced to stare. At your well, you know what I mean. Well, it depends like, on you know what, what you mean. do. And my job, I spend a lot of time staring at a screen because I have okay, to. Okay, but how long are you at your job per week? Like, how many hours are you over there? I mean, it's not a full time job. A so, like, well, no, but 30, <laughs> 30 hours that, a week. Even though, at yeah, what you days might be 30, are you working? Thirty hours <laughs> what a week. What time do you get home? Uh, do other people work with you? <laughs> <laughs> do you work nights? <laughs> uh, Is there a security? <laughs> We don't do what much, kind of what so. kind of benefits does your job offer? Right, four hundred one k. What were we talking about before? We're talking about physical copies of books and how Nate said they offer a break, and then you went off on how many hours I work at my job. <laughs> oh yeah, no, okay, because screen time, looking at screens all day, um, even without work. Like, do you not stare at your phone quite often? Oh, I do. Yeah. Right, that's my point. So you that's his point. Break. I think and nobody's forcing us to. No, but we choose yeah. to partly because. For a lot of people, especially people younger than us, that's all you've ever known, and that's just how you operate. It's a that's... Damn shame, too. Like I feel I, bad oh, for it is. us. Imagine and then like, them people like yeah, seven or eight years younger than us. Yeah. Well, yeah, like Audrey and Reagan. Audrey and Reagan. It has been so hard to get them to like reading books. Reagan finally found some that he likes. Audrey has found a few that she likes. But that's all we did growing up was we yeah. read like crazy. We were right on the cusp of like technology becoming prolific. You know. Yeah. Well, because it kind of grew up with us, essentially. Because, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. Well, in a lot of ways, because it, it was there already. Not that it was not that we saw the the birth of all of this stuff. But what I'm saying is, it was there, but it wasn't really prolific yet. And then as we've grown up, it's kind of it's kind of been right with where we are. I feel like growing up that it hit kind of those milestones as we kind of hit yeah. age milestones essentially. And so, but there are a lot of people our age that don't read because of technology. Like they were not. I think. But I Technology think some of definitely, that, like the like the like the internet and stuff, like it predates us. You know, it's not. It does, and and uh, yeah, of course, there are going to be people that were more. I mean, we we had the luxury, I guess, of having parents that weren't super obsessed with technology, at least not with entertainment technology. Like dad has always liked computers and stuff, but um, I, I guess, with not having parents that just catered to our every whim that said like oh yeah we'll just buy you whatever you want and give you all of the video games i was gonna say i was fortunate to have poor parents so (laughs) that's why i didn't have any technology (laughs) yeah plus both of my parents love to read and so i think that they did a really good job at least with the three of us older ones making sure that we fell in love with reading versus like audrey and reagan by the time they were growing up we owned a lot more techie like we owned a lot more electronics because we were older well it's a combination of factors because parents also get more relaxed yeah well yeah that was going to be the other side of what i was going to say like Like, yeah combination of we owned a lot more video games and phones and stuff like that but then also because they're the youngest two and my parents are just tired i guess of parenting so they just naturally why you guys own so many video games now right as opposed to before uh actually no pretty much everything we have is because of me I mean, my yeah. dad's never bought Reagan, and, and I guess they, they bought him oh, yeah, Farming like, Simulator. Farmula- like, like, simulator prohibit- 19 was his birthday gift. Oh, goodness. Uh. Well, did they not prohibit No, like, yeah, so, like, it used to be, it yeah. used to be, like, when we were growing up, it was, like, it was actually, there was a direct correlation. Um, We would read, and for however long you read, you would get half that amount of time in screen time, whether that was, you know, watching whatever you wanted to do, like, whatever. And so webkins or yeah, webkins, TV yeah. or our little like we had the little uh racing game or like Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, we had we had video game like the video games that actually like had we the had, 
the cables that actually like yeah the where RGB you hooked it up to your TV, TV and <laughs> you had the one joystick and a couple of little buttons I had like on Madden ninety Madden ninety something wait did you just <laughs> say uh, did you say RGB you mean RCA cable? Yeah, or... RCA, not RGB. What, what? I said RGB. Yeah, yeah you said red, R- green, blue. Yeah, you said RGB. <laughs> I was like RG. I've never heard of those. And then I was like, oh, RG. Yeah, RCA. Yeah, he meant RCA. You know what I mean? I was like, whoa, you just said some stuff that predates my time. Like, I still use RCA cables. How dare you? <laughs> for what? Uh, for sorry, Nintendo sixty four. I got like a little Sega thing. Cool. It's not an actual Sega, but it's got six Nintendo games 64 on it. Is a- Biggest piece of garbage in the world. I hate it. What? I hate it. Built my childhood, that thing, dude. That's the reason you like it. See, you like it because it's nostalgic for you, not because it's good. Uh, it Ooh. is good, no. though. Like, bite, okay, bite, so bite. the thing with Nintendo is they've always been innovating, and then if you take a look at, like, between the uh, N64, the Super N64, or not 64, the Super Nintendo, from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo, there was a minor change to their controller, but then you went from that to the Nintendo 64, and then they screwed it all up. All sorts of yeah. It was the first controller to have a it was, joystick, Mister. It was the worst. Con- yeah, and they put it right there where you can't do anything. They with didn't it. know where to put it. Joysticks were meant to be. You're in the telling middle me this that. thing came off the it's assembly line. It's a two-thumb They got their prototype finished, and the guy sits down and goes, holds it. He's like, "Yeah, I mean, I can't use it, but looks it looks good. cool." Yeah, but okay, because but everything that predated that, you moved with just up, down, left, right buttons, and then you had the A, B. YX. But why would they put it where your thumb like naturally goes when you hold the controller? Because no one knew. <laughs> they <laughs> didn't know where no, thumbs were. Yeah, there was no relativistic knowledge of where the joystick should yeah, but go. They knew but so how I'm saying somebody was held hold it when that it. prototype was finished. Somebody held it and said, "Yes, right? this is good." I think they also like <laughs> built it with like the idea of certain games in mind. Like I know for games sure, that don't require a joystick. <laughs> games that do require a joystick. Not only that, but um. Because of that, you saw the first uh, dual joystick uh, thing that you could do, which was with GoldenEye. Uh, you plug two controllers in, and then you use two controllers to oh, really? maneuver. Yeah, as if you had a dual analog controller. No, no Nintendo idea. 64, yo. That's cool. Innovate. That's cool. Yeah. Except they didn't innovate. Yeah, the that consumer was, had that to was the consumer having <laughs> the consumer to do it. Like, the consumer had to take the garbage that Nintendo gave that them. Without... <laughs> People are like, that Nintendo had to take the or the consumer had to take the garbage <laughs> Nintendo gave them and said, "All right, how can we make this work?" I think Nintendo Desperate 64 gamers. was at their well, that and the GameCube was at their best. Then they just started. The GameCube was gimmicky, awesome, though. Yeah. The GameCube was awesome and it had a great controller. I yeah. love the GameCube controller. That's my favorite controller yet. I remember those. To me, it's not my favorite, but neither is an N64. I agree with you. It is awful. At the time, though, <laughs> they, they couldn't have done like I don't know. It was all right. They were both ahead of the time and behind the curve. So yeah. far behind it. <laughs> they were in like a different plane of existence when they made that. Well, actually, no. I don't like the uh, GameCube controller because by that point, the PlayStation 2 controller came out and that had that two joysticks. Yeah, and it all made sense. It was symmetrical. But the, the GameCube controller was cool. It had cool it buttons. It had different colors. It had and cool it was... buttons. <laughs> I mean, it was better uh, than other some of the I other actually, stuff. I but... liked how like blocky the buttons were like you push the button and it's like this whole like it's like it's like tectonic plates just yeah. like grinding inside it's like you know you, awesome. you knew if you pushed the button same with the not. triggers or i guess the buttons really but bumpers yeah yeah that's so funny lego star wars man oh man <laughs> for me it was super smash bros 
Which never got into you that never, game. Yeah. I hate that game. It, I'm going to buy a Wii and that cop or a copy of that game just to bring over here and be like... We have a Wii. Enjoy. We have a Wii. Do you have a game? No. Not Super Smash Bros. No. To me, that's just the ultimate button smashing game is Super Mario Smash Bros. Well, do you say Super Mario Smash Bros? It's just... <laughs> See, I don't even know. I don't, I don't play Mario games. Super Smash I don't even know. <laughs> well, it's not even a Mario game. It's all Nintendo and even now it's, it's Yeah, more, it's all Nintendo. It's even more characters now. Like they got Snake from Sony, you know, Metal Gear Solid. It, it, it draws time. characters from all over the place like yeah. it's crazy I, I remember reading something where somebody was like just analyzing the plethora of characters that were in there and how crazy it so, is that you can uh, have some of these people fighting each other well it's like it's like uh is it final fantasy or uh, kingdom hearts where you have all these disney characters yes like, and no i mean <laughs> i've never played that kingdom hearts literally just has, like disney good. characters well and fancy final fantasy characters yeah Blended together, yeah. Having adventures for some yeah, reason. It's weird, but it's super popular. Wow, sounds like a weird it's dream. Super fun. It was popular. actually super. Was it fun? fun? Yeah. Did you play the newest one? No, I the, and the only one I've ever played. And if any like geek ends up listening to this later, they're gonna be like, I don't like that guy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only one I've played was like one on the DS, and even then, it was a blast. And yeah, everybody, everybody loves that game. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. What are we running at, by the way? We're running. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, let me start. Yeah. Are we ready to oh. go? Are we ready to start? I wonder how that ending is gonna sound though. So, um, phone book.